I'm Misty Winkler, and you're listening to episode 129 of the Simply Convivial podcast. Hi, I'm Misty Winkler. Welcome to Simply Convivial. I'm here to help you organize your attitude and focus on what matters in your home. Today, I am happy to share with you a small snippet from a member-only workshop that we did a few weeks ago. We do these half-hour live mentoring sessions inside Simply Convivial Membership. It's all about decluttering and how to make decluttering a habit and why we need that so much. And if you want to stay tuned for this series, make sure that you hit the subscribe button so you can follow along. I wanted to talk about decluttering as a habit because um, it there's kind of this rumor floating out there. There are experts and gurus and all of that on decluttering out there who say that decluttering can be done once and for all. That it's a project that you can finish and check off and be done with, which is really what we all want to hear, isn't it? We really want it to be something that we can achieve, like achievement unlocked. We are now decluttered and forever and all time moving forward. Now we have the right habits, the right house, the right organization. We won't have to do that again. And that's just not the way it really is in real life, not our kind of real life anyway, not family life, not home life where you have a lot of people in one house actually living a full life, which means a lot of stuff, right? It just does. And there's nothing necessarily wrong with that. I think there's a lot of hopes and happiness even pinned on um, minimalism, on eliminating as much stuff as possible as if, if I manage to do that, get that achievement unlocked, then I will be happy. Then I will be a good housekeeper. Then I will love my house. Then my family won't drive me crazy. Then, you know, the lights shine brightly and angels sing. (laughs) And we have achieved, you know, yeah, housekeeping, homemaking goal. Decluttered once and for all. Now we can move forward and do this thing right. And that appeals to our desire to achieve our ambition. It appeals to just wanting to be done, uh, to figure things out and do things right. But the reality is that stuff comes into our house still. And it's just something that we have to keep up with. It's just one more thing like dishes and the laundry and meals that has to be continually addressed. We, we should declutter 
in order to use our space wisely. But our lives change, our needs change, sometimes our house situation changes, the ages of our kids and their stages change, and we need to adjust. And what we need at certain times will change. We will, we will continually go through that process of figuring out, well, I saved this because I thought I would need it. The time has come and gone. I didn't need it. So, you know, should I give it away, get rid of it, keep it again, you know, continue to keep it? These are just questions of wisdom and stewardship that we need to be continually asking and assessing and working through because life and our situations change. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's not because we're doing it wrong. It's not because if we had this thing figured out, we wouldn't have to anymore. That kind of goal appeals to our desire to be in control, but we really don't have that kind of control in our lives. And when we measure success by the amount of control that we have, then it makes sense to assess our success and our happiness according to the amount of stuff that we have. Um, And it's just funny because usually that kind of assessing your life by the stuff that you have, materialism, is assessing by what you do possess, right? I have this, I have that, I have this status symbol, I have, uh, you know, this or that. That's pretty common human trait to measure achievement and happiness by what we have. That's been flipped, and I'm sure it's not the first time, but it's definitely a current trend to flip that and measure our success or our happiness by what we don't have. And now having the least amount of things is uh, the yardstick that we're using. And the problem is both of these measures of success or happiness or togetherness, like having it together, are measuring according to the stuff. And so they're both wrong, equally wrong. When the stuff is used as the measure stick, it's just wrong. <laughs> it's not going to work. It's not true. It's not accurate. And it, it focuses us on the wrong things. So we, the stuff is just stuff that we do have to manage and steward. And um, there isn't a universal one-size-fits-all plan for how much stuff you ought to have, what you ought to keep, what you ought to get rid of. These are all questions that require wisdom. And that's what we are asked and called to do, is exercise prayerful wisdom Uh, in using all of our resources, including our stuff, our money, our things, our space, our time, our energy, all of these are resources that we have that we then in turn figure out and continually reassess um, how we're using them and if we're using them uh, most effectively. 
So decluttering will um, be put in its proper place if we think of it as a habit and not as the holy grail, the step that we need to complete in order to take the next steps of perfect homemaking or, you know, whatever goals we have in our homemaking or home decorating or home management, life management, all these things. Decluttering is not something that you have to finish and check off before you can make progress in other things. It does help progress to get rid of the things that you don't need and don't use that are just taking up space that you could be using more effectively. And that's true. But when we think that we have to finish it before we take the next step, we end up stymieing ourselves. We end up stuck and not making forward momentum because we're stuck in this process of decluttering, waiting for the process to be complete when it really is just that, a continual process. And so if instead of thinking of it as a project that we're going to finish, we think of it as a habit that we build, it breaks it down, it, we take smaller steps, we work it into our routines and just our awareness in the smaller chunks of time and energy, and in the end, we actually make more progress because we're continually applying ourselves to it. We aren't frustrated because it's not complete yet because we're not expecting it to be complete. And we aren't waiting to make other steps and other changes until it's over and complete.